Hey guys, this is your girl Kina. You're listening to a keen sense of mind. Um, good morning. So, I feel like today is bittersweet. I'm kind of confused about today. Um, one year ago, today, um, I lost a lot of people within 2018. Um, but I think the the death that hit me the hardest was King. You know? Um, he was only two. And he was taken away. I think it's it, it it was the way that he was taken from us that hit so hard. And the fact that he was only two. And so today, it's been a year. And all I could think about is him from the beginning of January all the way up until today, all I could think about was him. Um, it's never easy losing someone. I think it's harder when it's a child that's lost. You know, I remember I was, it's my best friend's son, um, so it's like my nephew. I remember I was living in St. Louis and me and my best friend talked every day. <clears throat> and she calls me one day. And she like, girl, I'm you know. I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, bitch, what's going on? And she's like, bitch, I'm pregnant. Don't tell nobody because I ain't told nobody yet. I'm like, what? She like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, oh. Now, the day she told me she was pregnant, I knew, I knew that he that he was a boy. So she's telling me she's pregnant. I'm like, oh, this your son. She like, bitch, you don't, you know, she was real early. I'm like, this is your son. I know for a fact this is your son. So I end up moving back home. And I end up moving in with her, helping her, you know, as always. Um, but I remember her calling me. When she went to the hospital to find out what she was having. And I remember her saying, bitch, how did you know? I said, I, just, I felt him. Like when she called to tell me she was pregnant with him, I knew she was pregnant. And I knew he was a boy. And I think I took it the hardest because 
I was the one putting them on the bus for school. And I think I had a funeral. My cousin had just died. And I think it was a funeral that I went to. I went to a funeral. I want to say a day before he died. And um, the day he got killed, you know, she didn't need me to put him on the bus. But, and then that happened. And then all I could think about is like, what if I would have been there? Like, and he wasn't where he was at. He'd still be here. You know, it's always those what ifs and you always want to try to find a different scenario. And always, as humans, we always want to blame ourselves when something tragic happens, you know, because we feel bad as humans, you know. And then... um, January 17th, I was at home. I get a phone call from our friend, our mutual friend. And, um, you know, we are, we're all close. Me, Shan, and Essence, you know, close as hell. It's my bitch, my best friend. Um, Chantel calls me and was, like, just ranting and, and going you know, like I couldn't really understand. And at the time, like no right information was even being given. You know, we knew that my best friend, we didn't know it was her son at the time. Um, we knew her, her baby daddy, um, who she has all her kids with. His mother got killed too, same day. All in the same breath. So we knew about her, but then it was speculation that it was his brother who got killed, you know? And so it just, when anytime you hear a child, an innocent child getting hurt, it saddens you anyways. But then on the way, like from her coming to get me to us going in town to figure out what was going on, we found out that it was, Cause I was calling my best friend, like, "What's going on? What's going on?" But she wasn't answering me. And I'm like, "Something's wrong," because she doesn't never just not answer me. I'm like, "Something is seriously wrong." And we found out that it was her son. So we go up to the hospital. By the time we get there, you know, they saying no more people can go up. And I knew then that it was bad. So we waited downstairs for hours. I wasn't leaving until I see her. And then they came down and told us that he died. That pain. That sadness. It's like it happened today. 
I remember going. She was still at the hospital, you know. Um, we ended up leaving. And um I think she called me when she got to her sister house. Her sister lived right down the street from me. And um me and Chantel was here and we was feeling all type of emotions. We was feeling for her. I definitely was feeling for her because I know what she's been through already. And I've lost two kids. So I know. You know, even though they didn't get to live and breathe and take their first breath, losing a child either way is the hardest thing. Whether they lived to take a breath or didn't, it's still hard and it's still sad. So she called, or I called her, one of the two, um, and she was down there. And we rushed down there. You know, everybody was down there. And um, she was in a room by herself. And I went in there, you know. And as soon as she seen me, the tears just flowed. She was so hurt. I was hurt. You know, I used to leave work at 6 in the morning and go to her house to sit with her kids and put him on the bus. It's hard. And we never thought that we could get over that moment. You know, when you're first looking back now, when you first endure something traumatic, you never see the light at the end of the tunnel. You never think that you're going to get over it. You never think that everything's going to be okay. You know, you never, you just feel so empty and lost. But as the days went on, as time, the days, the hours, the minutes, the months, Went on, the pain isn't as hard for me. I know she probably still dealing with things, but it wasn't like it was. It was bad, you know? Um, his birthday was in March, so... Literally, almost two months later, he was going to turn three. We had a party for him. And then, I almost died in April. So, it was a lot going on. Um, His death definitely took a toll on me. It made me... It it opened up wounds that I didn't know that still existed within myself, you know. Um, it brought up a lot of trust issues. It brought up the fertility issues. It brought up the fact that I lost two kids, you know. It, it just, it brought up a lot of different emotions. And... Because they all flooded back in at one time. I was not equipped to handle it. And 
And I almost died April 14th. Literally a couple weeks after his birthday. And uh, so imagine the state that that put my best friend in. You know, she lost her son. And here it is. She damn near lost her best friend. Then one week after that, her other friend ended up in the hospital, which is my niece's mother. So my niece and her mother ended up in the hospital exactly one week after me. I was in the hospital Sunday. They were in the hospital the following Sunday. So a lot has happened. Um, and she going through a lot of different things and as her friend my job is always to protect her whether she's wrong or right I will always protect her defend her it doesn't even matter to me and so when people would say things or wanted to speak upon the situation and they I know for a fact y'all not friends and you not you don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? It kind of put me in territorial mode. Like I was a pit bull, like ready to go ahead and whoop somebody's ass because you don't know what my friend is going through and for you to try to get some clout off of the situation. That's how I felt. Pissed me off. And so now today... Marks a year that he's been gone. And these aren't tears of sadness that I'm crying. It's tears of joy because I am celebrating him in his memory. I can still see his face, his dimples. The way he used to run and hide from me just, you know, or... Go get a bat and hit me with it. Or, you know? So, we celebrate you, King. Gone too soon. But you will never, ever be forgotten. And I will love you. I loved you before we even knew. I loved you when you were a little, a little dot in your mama's stomach. And I will love you to the day I stop breathing. Rest in God's arms. Because we're in hell. And you're in heaven. This world was too cruel for a sweet soul like his. We might not never understand why or how could, but God makes no mistakes. Everything happens for a reason. So I'm going to end that on that. Love you, King. Thanks, guys. This is the key sense of mind. This is your girl, Kina, better known as I Got the Remedy Jones. Um, thanks for listening to me.
I had to get that off my chest. I hadn't been able to sleep. All I could do is see him and think of him. Think of her, see her. And everybody else who was involved and who also was hurt and destroyed by this incident. I guess... I guess what I'm trying to say is life is too short. Love the people that's in your life now versus when they're in the ground and dirt itself from. A person never really shows or never really celebrates you or appreciates you until you're gone. And that's not how I want to continue living. His death taught me a lot. Showed me a lot. Taught me a lot. It broke me. But. Nothing is forever. Not the pain. Not the emptiness, not the loneliness, not the hole in your heart. It will feel. And that's, I pray about that every day for her. Because she does have other kids. I just pray that her heart, nothing can replace her son. Her only son at that. But I'm hoping that didn't harden her heart because she's had already lost a child. This is the second child she lost. And I don't want her to shut out everything and everyone. I pray for peace, clarity, and understanding. And strength. I pray that her mind isn't combative with her heart and soul. I pray that they're all synced together. And it's all in one on one accord. And I pray her faith is stronger than her sorrow. Have a good day, y'all.